0: I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is Dr. Marissa Porges, and we're going to talk about her latest book, What Girls Need, How to Raise Bold, Courageous, and Resilient Girls, which is incredibly timely right now. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Janine. Great to be here. Did I pronounce your first name correctly? Yes.
1: Yep. You got it exactly right. Good. Okay. So uh, tell me, how did you decide to write this book? So, you know, part of my story is while I had a choose my own adventure of a career and flew jets for the Navy and served in the White House and did counterterrorism research and uh, sort of crazy stories I don't always tell my mom, um, (laughs) I now run a girls' school. So I run a school for girls outside of Philadelphia, the Baldwin School. We teach Mm -hmm. girls from pre-K through each uh, grade 12. And I teach a class for seniors um, on leadership. And in the course of these conversations, I started sharing my stories more and more with our our seniors and was just sort of inspired by the questions they were asking me about how to prepare for not just college, but the real world and realizing some of the lessons that I wish I had when I was their age. And yes. it all came together, a combination of the stories and the lessons that I'm learning for the girls here at school and research and things like that. And in the book that I'm excited just came out. You know, it's perfect timing because I often think about
0: especially along the line of the theme of my show, which is, well, the name of the show is Get the Funk Out, how too many times, and I know this was true for me, you know, uh, students, they focus on, or they're pushed to focus on GPAs and test scores and get into that school. And you can be brilliant on paper and get to school, become a college freshman and flop, as you know. And we're right in the midst of a mental pandemic with everything going on. So what you have to
1: offer is incredibly timely. Yeah. Well, it's true, right? Because we're so focused on, especially right now, on this idea of like, what is class going to look like? How is math and science going to work? But, you know, more and more, we have to really think about, well, what is, I like the term you just used, the mental pandemic. Like, how are we supporting the social, emotional growth of our kids? And in particular, our girls in this critical juncture. um, Because, you know, we need them to get the lessons of class, but we also needed them to have the skills and attitude that, you know, any adult woman would say you need, no matter what direction your career takes your life, right? out of the house. Are your students often shocked
0: to hear about the things you've done in the past? Like they look at you and go, really?
1: <laughs> I think they're used to it now. I think they're, they're used to it now, though. I always, I kind of wonder sometimes when they go home and tell their parents the stories that I share, you know, when we have uh, um, ice cream Sundays in my office or assemblies and I share. But um, at this point, I think it's probably old hat. But yeah, you know, but we want every girl to have these stories. Right. You know, for me, it was the when I was a kid, I wanted to fly jets off the off carriers for the Navy. Because right? wow. for those listening, if you if you grew up watching Top Gun, I did, too. Right. And wanted to be <laughs> wanted to be Maverick. And, you know, for every girl out there who is having her own version of this dream, which, you know, even back then, it wasn't actually allowed. Right. I was growing sure. up in an era when women couldn't even do that, you know, flying combat. Um, but we want them to have their own crazy stories right when they get to be adults and so it's really about what skills we can give them now when they're young because I think that's the trick things we can do earlier and earlier to give our girls the skills and attitude they need to face any challenge and pursue any crazy passion they have when they're older
0: and to really encourage them if they come to you and say I want to do this for my summer job and you think are you kidding like some parents might say oh I would never do that that's scary but let them find their own way and you know within reason obviously 100%
1: 100% right and it's the perfect time because you know for the most part they're going to be um, in the safety of you know a support system right mm-hmm. you know you think of the things they want to try at school whether it's you know a crazy you know sports team that you're like why, is she, why would she do that and encouraging yeah. her and saying no like whether it's you know running being a competitive going for a club going for something that seems outlandish um, nurturing those little moments um, particularly now when they're at home more and more because of the pandemic and we're sort of seeing these little interests play out and it's about helping them pursue it in a way that nurtures the idea that they should pursue it later right so an example that I steal from one of the girls in my school is um, one of uh, a, one of our students one of the girls that I actually interviewed for the book um, loved loves love baking right it was like this skill that you know and and this is the moment when any mom would probably be like oh here's you know um a, a mixed box right go for it yeah. right but over time her mother started just buying flour sugar and eggs and saying "No, no no and just leaving her to do it on her own in the kitchen and make a total mess. So there is the cleanup moment, Um, but over time it became her thing. Now, you know, is she going to become a baker or is she going to become a chemist? Because one of the things she realized is the chemistry behind baking cakes. And then she went out for a competition, like one of these cupcake wars things and all the rest. And just by her mom encouraging this as a valid pursuit, Mm-hmm. It wasn't just the, you know, the, the young baker you encouraged. It was this idea that she, this, her passion was important and that she was going to take it to the extreme, take it to the best level she could. And yes. it has beca- become something she's done, this one student in particular for many years now.
0: And it's a great thing to do. I think it's one of the top things people are doing during the pandemic is baking.
1: It is, but it's also something that we can really in a safe way to go back to that, like let the girls run free. It's a really safe place to let them, you know, have freedom to run. It doesn't matter if the cake doesn't turn out let them try, you know, the different ingredients and it won't taste so good, but that's okay. Right. And they will, you know, there's a whole, you can even find online the chemistry of baking. Right. And suddenly you now married these interests with core skills that we also want to teach them through the academic lens. But more importantly, you really nurtured what you just said, this, you know, help them pursue their passions, whatever it may be. And because that's as important as anything else.
0: What kind of things would you suggest for uh, girls right now that are having a hard time in the pandemic?
1: Yeah, so this is such an important part of the conversation. So I, I thank you for asking because, you know, as a, a school leader, I think we're all so focused um, with our teachers and our parents on what the school day looks like. What is science and history and math class going to be? What does sports look like and, and orchestra? Um, but as important specifically for our girls, we really have to think, about the social emotional lens. How are we nurturing community? How are we building peer to peer contact? I mean, one of the things we're thinking about here, because we're an all girls school where those community moments are really important, is how we're gonna do it if we're virtual? How are we gonna do it if they need to be socially distanced? So for parents listening, or for anyone with a young girl in her life, in their lives, you know. Building in regular moments where there's going to be peer-to-peer time, whether it's, you know, via FaceTime or Skype on a regular basis or socially distanced at the park. But times when outside of the school day, they're having that peer-to-peer, friend-to-friend interaction that is so important for girls as they develop their sense of self and their sense of self in relation to friends and peers and their communication skills, their relationship skills. That's, that's particularly for girls, a really important thing to keep in mind for this period of the pandemic. Yeah. I actually went to an all-girls school in Connecticut. Oh my goodness. So see here, I, I knew it right off the bat, right? You understand what it's like to be in an environment that nurtures and specifically what girls need differently than boys. And, and I, I'm actually still in touch with
0: them. I did a talk for my alumni, yeah, about self-care and resilience. But the reason I tell you this is because I remember one summer I said to my dad, I really don't want to work at the dry cleaners again for another summer. Um, I'll I'll say this real quick because I know we don't have so much time. And he says, what do you want to do? I said, I think I want to get an ice cream truck and sell ice cream and drive the truck around. And we did the math. He said, you really won't make much money. So then I see this big sign on somebody's yard, college pro painters. And I started painting houses and he really encouraged it. It was amazing. So uh, what I would encourage parents who are listening is to encourage people encourage your students to think of other things. Um, And the other thing I'm going to say is, I'm having a really hard time hearing about online learning that doesn't get students to work together, that is just remote, and it's not team building. Do you have thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. Well, so I think two lessons that you touched on right there are so important. And the first is I'm so happy to hear it was a story about your dad, right? Because for me in particular, I think uh, my dad was likewise really important in my own story. And I think um, dads everywhere listening, really uh, the male role models in our young girls lives are critical to this idea of helping them take risk and challenge and pursue their passions. Um, But to this other question you asked about um, collaboration and and, uh, team building while they're remote it's incredibly important. Um, it's hard to do. And so this is where teachers are being so creative. I know that our teachers have been working all summer to develop new tools, new ways to get our students, our girls to work together. Um, and either not just on through technology, but finding other mechanisms where they can can really feel like they're connecting with each other and problem solving. It's something that every is a, a skill everyone needs when they're out in the real world and more and more it's become important. But it's also a skill, interestingly, that comes to our girls naturally. And if we encourage it, it can be their competitive advantage. It can be the thing that sets them apart later in life when they communicate better, when they find compromise better, when they navigate boundaries better with others. And so this is their skill, their thing that sets them apart. So um, it's something that, you know, we need to find other ways to do either through technology or just through how we think of the school year coming. So I would challenge, you know, I know our teachers just thinking about it and I'm sure parents everywhere are thinking about it. Right. So I know we only have a few more minutes,
0: but are there specific
1: things you just want to throw out there that highlight your book? Yeah, well, so I think one thing to really also think about in in particular right now is how we we nurture empathy in our kids. Um, and, you know, empathy is something that actually, um, it can, you know, be done just by what books you choose for your girls to read. Um, and so I encourage people to go to my website, um, marisaporges.com, M-A-R-I-S-A-P-O-R-G-E-S.com. There's actually reading lists that you can use there that, you know, either both are in the book or are sort of online and, and help pick books that nurture compassion and empathy and perspective taking in our kids now more than ever you know i think well it's not going to be forever this year is going to require that that way of thinking that way of understanding our community um, so that's one step to take another thing to think of for our families um listening, and this is what we're doing here at school, is we're actually identifying or having all our girls identify someone that they're doing all of this for, right? Wearing masks, social distancing, the mm-hmm. stuff we're going to require them to do with virtual learning is going to be challenging for everyone. It's going to take sacrifice. It's going to take really thinking about others, you know, uh, you know, before yourself. And so we're actually having our girls um, identify a teacher, a friend, a family member who, you know, whether because they're immunocompromised or have health concerns or just their favorite person, um, they're doing this for and I think it just helps all our kids but particularly again our girls when they're thinking they think so much of the other naturally and it reinforces that idea and and hopefully it'll help us navigate this time of challenge a little bit better and don't you find because I've seen this that
0: when you are kind to other people it gets you out of your own mindset so someone could be having a hard day and then you go and think think of someone or you do something for someone and you feel a little boost 100%
1: research shows it's actually proven by research that when you think of the other and when you do that that thing for somebody else it makes you feel better naturally and um, again I think we need all those little tricks right now and um, I think our our kids I mean they're resilient I think the lessons we're seeing right now is our kids are so resilient and so helping them lean into that and finding the little things that help uh, reinforce that by thinking about the others they're doing it for is just going to help them and help us more and more. Where can people find out more about you? Again, so uh, my website, marissaporges.com, and, uh, and you can find information about the book, other resources for parents, educators, um, and then What Girls Need. You know, it's out. It just came out, and uh, it has Yay, all sorts of ideas. Thank you. And it has all sorts of ideas and, and small things. It's about little things, right? It's not about making grandiose changes as parents or teachers, but little things we can do with our girls specifically in mind as someone who understands a girl's first education, right? And it, it sets the stage for the rest of their life. So Yeah.
0: Perfect. I want to thank you so much. I've really enjoyed chatting with you.
1: Thank you, Janine. Wonderful to be here. I appreciate you having me.